Welcome to Really Old Movies, I'm your host Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Penny Serenade from 1941, starring Cary Grant and Irene Dunn, directed by George Stevens. Alright, so now some behind-the-scenes details about Penny Serenade from 1941. This is the third of three movies that were all major hits, which paired Cary Grant and Irene Dunn playing spouses, following The Awful Truth from 1937 and My Favorite Wife from 1940. Irene Dunn would express regret that she and Grant had no further collaborations, stating that their respective schedules nixed any re-teaming. However, Grant openly admitted that subsequent to being second billed in Penny Serenade, he'd insist on top billing in all of his films, a prerogative Dunn would not be willing to concede. Alright, so those are some behind-the-scenes details about Penny Serenade. I think it's pretty interesting hearing how they were in three films together, and just kind of the relationships that they had in each of them. And I've only seen two of the three. I have not seen My Favorite Wife yet, but this film versus The Awful Truth, they are super different films. And the type of relationships they have in each of them is very different too. So it's very interesting seeing how great chemistry they have on screen. And I'll get into that later, but you know, you, you could really tell they had a great time working together. All right. So now I'll get into my thoughts on the plot. I gave it a five out of five. You know, I thought it was amazing. I love how it shows how realistic the relationship is. Cause you know, I'm one of those people that's like, I don't want Hollywood movies to be exactly like real life because you know we want the movies to be an escape we want them to be something we can all appreciate and kind of relate to right but every once in a while though i think it is good to see a film like this where it's actually very realistic where you know the husband and wife they don't always get along and uh they have ups and downs and like carrie grant for example he plays a character that is super ambitious and you know, he's very entrepreneurial and then Irene Dunn just wants to be kind of like a housewife. So it's interesting seeing their relationship blossom and develop. And I love the method that they use for telling the story. They told us it in a flashback and it unravels as we go along. You know, when we start out, we have no idea what's going on. But as I get more into it, you, you kind of understand what I'm talking about. But I really love the this plot, really good story. And a very satisfying conclusion. I, I love that the tragedy of their daughter's death is what brings them together. I, I love that. I thought that was a beautiful moment and a beautiful, very satisfying ending. All right, so talking about the acting, I also gave that a 5 out of 5. It was excellent. I loved Cary Grant. I love Irene Dunn. I think they have great chemistry. And I love, you know, like I was mentioning how The Awful Truth is very different from this one. That one's more of a screwball comedy, whereas this one is more of a serious drama with comedic elements in it. And I, I love that because it shows kind of the how how talented of actors these guys were. You know, the best scene with Cary Grant is he's making and pleading the case with the judge why he should keep their uh, foster daughter and, you know, adopt her because... I guess at that time, I don't know if this is still the case or even ever was, but in, in the story, they can't keep the daughter that they've adopted because, you know, he's not making any money. He can't prove that he could actually provide for the child. So they take the child and he pleads his case. And it's a very beautiful scene. It's very more 
dramatic and serious scene because Cary Grant, for the most part, he did more comedic films, at least the ones I've seen so far. So it was really interesting seeing him being a little bit more serious and and being a little bit more emotional. I, I really liked that. I thought that was excellent. And then the scenes for Irene Dunn that I really liked, she's great in several, that are kind of spliced, one big scene kind of spliced up throughout, is when we're first introduced to her, she's using these, you know, records, like a, from for a record player, and she's going through like a photo album, and it says like, you know, baby's first steps, or, you know, all these different things, and you're like, I wonder what each of these different segments mean. And she pulls out a record and plays it, and then kind of the episode in their life where the song fits in kind of plays it out. And we see that she looks kind of sad and, and we don't know why. Because it's like, well, these this looks like a happy thing. I wonder what, what's making her sad or a little melancholic. I, I loved it. I thought it was excellent how they set up the story and how they acted and whatnot. They, they were perfect in these roles. Much, much different from The Awful Truth. Okay, talking about directing, I gave that a five out of five. I thought it was incredible. I mean, you know, I, I was mentioning with, you know, the acting and whatnot. I thought it was a very clever way of looking back at the history of a, a couple and their relationship as it grows through the perspective of uh, song records. I thought that was really, really clever. And, and I love the scenarios he has set up for it. And, you know, each episode is kind of different kind of in tone and in how it's set up like when they're where when we first meet him it's a little bit more of a rom-com a little bit of a screwball comedy but then like the middle section of the movie is more of a dramatic film and then at the end we're back to the happy romance and i love that i love how it all kind of works together and there's a very clever way of doing this story all right so for cinematography and special effects i gave that a four out of five to me this was kind of the weak point of the film not that I didn't think it wasn't creative. I loved the overlaying shots over the records and all that. I thought they were really clever and they kind of zoom out to fill the screen. I thought that was really cool. The The only scene I didn't like as much was the earthquake one. It felt a little too over the top for me. A little too ridiculous. I mean, it ends up being a tragedy. You know, she was pregnant at the time and it results in a miscarriage. And it's very, very sad for them and kind of begins the the sad life that they live for a good good chunk of the film but like i said it's more realistic it was a little over the top i'm not gonna lie and uh, it wasn't as realistic as the rest of the film but other than that i i thought they did fantastic here i i love the montages and all of that it, it was a beautifully put together film I, I was very impressed with it all right so talking about the music i gave that a five out of five I loved it. It was incredible. I love how each song kind of sets up the scene and fits in with the different segments of their live, of their lives. I thought it was really, really good. And uh, even if I don't remember any of the songs in particular off the top of my head, I do remember, though, the feeling that these songs were setting up what was going to happen next. And I love that. I love that kind of discovering what this story is through music. I thought it was a beautiful and creative way of, of learning more about these characters. All right, so tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to 4.8 out of 5, which I'm rounding to a 5 out of 5. So would I recommend this movie? Absolutely. Um, I think this has some of the most relatable relationships on screen I've seen, especially in the classic Hollywood era. It's not a super screwball comedy or anything like that. 
But like I was mentioning earlier, every once in a while we need a film like this that's a little bit more realistic with relationships. Because, you know, they get married like at the beginning of the film. This whole movie is not a happily ever after where they end up getting married. This is, okay, we're married, now let's build this romance and this life together. And it, it feels very realistic my wife and I enjoyed it and kind of related a lot to it. And, and, and that's why I think it's a great romance because it's a lot more relatable. And I think a lot of people would appreciate it. Even through the tragedies, they were able to work it out. But they had some real quarrels and some real, real, um, real discuss. They had some real arguments and real things that tore, tore apart of the relationship. But then being able to work together and to work through it was really beautiful to me because there are tragedies in life that occur and and sometimes it can make or break a relationship so it was really really awesome seeing that through that tragedy they were able to find peace and re reconciliation together i love that so yes i am absolutely recommending this movie and i recommend watching it after after seeing the awful truth because the awful truth is a screwball comedy they're really funny together and then this one's a little bit more of a serious film it has some comedic moments, but it's definitely more serious than The Awful Truth is. In fact, when you look at this relationship here, it almost makes the one in The Awful Truth a little bit more petty. I reviewed it, a, I think, a year or two ago. The reason why they're getting divorced is because they're not talking to each other. And so 90 days, they'll the divorce will be finalized or whatever. And it's just, which sounds kind of crazy and terrible, but... It's it's a silly movie, you know, it's a screwball comedy. But this this one is a much more serious dramatic film. So I guess it depends what you're more interested in. Do you want to see more of a drama or you want to see more of a comedy? But I recommend what I did, which is watching Awful Truth first and then this one second. Just to kind of compare the two and kind of see the range that Irene Dunn and Cary Grant had as actors. So yeah, I loved it. I'm definitely gonna purchase this and have a copy of it. It's an excellent movie that I think I'll keep watching for years to come. All right, those are my thoughts for Penny Serenade from 1941. Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and Mondays on YouTube and Rumble at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Alright, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.